Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Tuesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, we are discussing friendship with an Enneagram type 2. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I've been drinking more matcha lately. I think because, you know, I had those two days of sleeping, <laughs> like just sleeping straight. Um, I didn't have afternoon coffee those two days. And so I thought, you know, maybe we'll just kind of keep that going and not have afternoon coffee for a little while, just kind of have a little season of it. And I've been putting tea in that place instead because I still want a little special beverage. I just, you know, I thought it'd be fun to play with having coffee just once. So I still want a little special beverage, but you know, I'm just switching to tea and matcha is such a nice little treat. My thorn is that one of the best things about Bali was the variety of fruits and veggies that you could get in a single meal, like when you went out to eat. Like I could have a $5 lunch that included green juice, a fruit bowl with like five different kinds of like very fresh, perfectly ripe fruit, and then a lunch bowl with like five different kinds of vegetables. But doing that at home is kind of not the most reasonable thing because it's hard to have that much variety without something going bad before you can use it. Um, unless you have tricks that you would like to share with me on Instagram, please DM me and let me know. Like if you're like, oh, I get so much variety and here's how I do it without waste. I would love to know. Um, that being said, we're going to try because we were talking about it the other day and we were like, you know, like, let's just try it. Let's just play with it. Let's get like a bunch of vegetables, cook them up, put, you know, like find different ways to like use them in, in the meal. And then hope you know, just kind of see how that goes in terms of food waste. Food waste is something I really stress over. I don't know why. I just have like a real preoccupation with it. I do not like to throw food away. I take like all our veggie scraps and, and make like veggie broth with it. I like freeze all of our food before it goes bad but it still feels like I'm constantly throwing food out. I just, oof, it's a real source of guilt for me. Um, but my bud is that I go into my local bookstore tomorrow to sign books, both Honest Enneagram books and the Enneagram letters. And it's just, it's the one that I grew up going to. I had like one of my first dates there. I wrote large chunks of my first book there like it's just like such a meaningful place to me that I am just it's like really humbling because I did an event with them with the honest Enneagram but it was all virtual because it was 2020 and so it just feels really like like an unreal moment to go in and get to like sign books and I think it's also a really cool thing that the Honest Enneagram and the Enneagram letters gonna go so well together. And that's like coming up on the holiday season. I love the idea of people being able to buy those two books as like a little bundle for people as gifts and the idea of them getting to go to my hometown bookstore 
and like buy two signed copies of both of my books and like bundle them up and give them to someone. Ugh, I can't. I can't. I have too many feelings about it. Okay. Let's get into today's episode and what it's like to be friends with an Enneagram type two. So when I think of healthy relationships of any kind, we've we talked about this before. It's just, you want to have, it's like, letting yourselves be influenced by each other, right? So allowing that person's good qualities to improve you or, or soften your edges or change you in a positive way. So here's what I hope we can take away from our friends who are type twos. The first is their thoughtfulness, right? Like twos are looking for how to make other people happy, how to make them better, how to love them better all the time. They're thinking of others. They're putting action behind those thoughts. They're being intentional about expressing their gratitude and their appreciation and their admiration for each other, for other people. So it's just lovely. And I think that that's something we can really absorb from our two friends. The second is empathizing with other people, right? Like not always assuming that the way they think is the right way and, and more so like that their feelings are not bad, right? Like listening to how you feel, empathizing with how you feel, not necessarily always trying to fix your feelings, but instead just kind of letting you have them, being emotionally available for you. The third is support, you know, just having a person in your life who's gonna offer support, who's willing to be there for you, who's not afraid to sit with you through the hard things, who's not afraid to show up as a friend. Um, that's something we can all learn from and improve in. The fourth is encouragement. Twos are amazing cheerleaders. They're so good at encouraging you, seeing the best in you, which is our kind of our next point. Um, and really like pouring in positivity and belief into whatever it is that you want to do. Um, which brings me to seeing the best in you. Twos tend to really highlight the good in people. Think about like what these people do that they do really well, what they love about people. They, they often focus on the positive and the positive traits of people. So, you know, being loved by a two can really help you to see the positive traits in yourself and there's something really lovely about that and something lovely about allowing ourselves to be more like that for the people in our life. Now, let's talk to our twos. Hello, twos. Here is where you can expand. The first is in, you know, your tendency to give in order to receive. So the reason that this happens is because you don't want to ask directly for what you need, right? So you tend to give what you're hoping people will give back to you. And so it can be really frustrating when people don't pick up on that, right? When they don't like read those subtle hints of like, hey, I've thrown you a surprise party for the last five years and you've never thought to throw me one once. It, it It's like almost like frustrating, right? But at the same time, most people aren't as as observant of the needs of other people. They're not kind of fixated on that. And so they might need you to just be really direct and ask for what you want, ask for what you need. And the other thing that can happen here with that give to get is it actually turns into unconscious manipulation, right? Like you're really trying to not use your words in order to get what you want from people. And so really focusing on how can I be as honest and direct as possible about what I want, what I need, so that the people in my life don't kind of pick up on or feel manipulated. 
The second thing that I want you to think about is showing up differently with different people, right? Like so often um, friendship can be really tricky for twos because they're they're giving one person one personality, another person a different one. Um, maybe they're, they end up in these like middle place between friends where they're saying one thing to one person, saying something else to the other. And then they're like in the middle of all the drama, trying to maintain their likability by kind of agreeing with everybody which makes them seem kind of inconsistent and untrustworthy. So the reason that this happens is because you're not valuing yourself, right? Like you're assuming that people, their affection for you is conditional based on what you're doing for them, how they experience you, if if you make them feel good about themselves. And so you need to value who you are, how you show up and trust that People want you in their life, not because you make them, you like feed their ego all the time. They want you in their life because you are valuable. You contribute positively to them. All those things that I just listed before, that's ways in which we learn and grow from the twos in our life. And so, you know, just know that you're valuable as you are. You don't have to like play those games, right? The next one is seeing people through rose-colored glasses. This is a big one. This is big for friendships, but also for dating. That that sense of like seeing the best in people is really good at the right place in the right time, but can become like really not great for you when you're seeing people through only the best in people who are actually continuously doing harm or continuously ignoring you, ignoring your needs, putting you last while letting you put them first, deprioritizing you while you're like majorly prioritizing them. You need to look at your relationships accurately. What's actually happening here? Is this friendship working for me? Not do they like me, but like, do I like them? You know, is this working for me? Not am I working enough for them? So um, making sure that you're not just kind of looking at the best in people all the time, but make sure you're accessing them accurately both the good and the bad, holding it all together at once, not loving the potential of friendships, but instead looking at, is this the friendship as it is right now? Is this going to work for me? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, next is guessing what people want instead of asking them. This is one of the easiest fixes here for our twos because one of the things that can really hang up you know, be difficult for a friendship with a two is them guessing what you need. And honestly, like from a recipient's end, it can feel kind of invasive. If someone's constantly trying to give you something that you don't want, um, while not listening or asking for what you really truly do want, it can feel, um, it's, it's a really unsatisfying cycle, right? Because the two is exhausting themselves, giving and giving and giving, and then not receiving the gratitude that they expect because they're clearly giving so much, but then the people on the receiving end of the thing that they are getting that they didn't even want are like, please stop giving this to me. <laughs> but you can't say that, you know, you feel like you can't say that to somebody. So then you're like, I'm not gonna like, go over top and say thank you because I don't actually want this thing, 
but at the same time, they're clearly exasperated by continuously giving this to me. So to end that cycle on, you know, in your personal responsibility as the two in friendship with others, instead of giving, instead of guessing what people might want or need, just ask, just say, well, how can I support you in that? Or, hey, I have some time today. Is there anything that you need from me? And is there anything I can do for you today? Or how can I love you best today? Like whatever works better for you, just ask. And, and if they say no, believe them. Just believe them. Don't, don't overly do that. And, and maybe if you're finding yourself kind of unsatisfied with that answer, if they say like, no, I don't need anything, ask yourself what you need. Because that kind of preoccupation with giving to them could actually be like a really intense indicator that you are with need. And maybe you can turn that energy toward yourself. Like maybe what, what do I need? And how can I give that to myself? All right, our final thing of like where to expand as a type two is in not setting boundaries. You know this one already, right? Like you've heard this a million times before. Everyone in your life, everyone on the internet has told you a million times you need to set boundaries. And I'm just gonna keep this one short and sweet because you already know. Pay attention to where you're feeling resentful and that's where a boundary needs to be set. Trust that boundaries are super healthy and appropriate. You can know that you're setting a boundary and you're not controlling by if you're going into their space and telling them what to do versus setting a boundary being when you come into my space, this is how I expect to be treated, right? Totally okay to set boundaries, totally okay to say no. The people in your life are not going to leave you because you set a boundary, um, especially not the right people. If they do leave you because you set a boundary, great information <laughs> as to what kind of friend they were the whole time. Take your rose-colored glasses off and accept the reality that they were a bad friend and then move on. Okay, all right, up next, I just this is my favorite little section. It's just don't take it personally if. So if you are friends with a type two, don't take it personally if they are disappointed with your best efforts. We all have an unquenchable thirst, okay? We all have something that our type structure focuses on that cannot be satisfied by another person, but Lord, do we try, <laughs> right? Like we will try so hard to let other people fulfill us in the way that only we can. And for twos, that is being loved and liked, right? So. They were going to want you to make them feel loved. They're going to want you to make them feel liked and you can not do it. It is impossible. Only they can do that for themselves. So as they journey and as they grow, they are very likely to feel as though you could always do more to make them feel more loved, more liked because it is an unquenchable thirst. You need to like trust that your best efforts are enough and let them kind of sit in the discomfort of wishing that you could always do more, okay? Number two, don't take it personally if they are constantly overwhelmed with responsibilities. You don't have to rescue them. You don't have to fix that for them, right? Like that's their growth work. Um, twos, you know, they tend to absorb responsibilities. They tend to take too much on. So as they kind of go on their growth journey, they're gonna have to recognize when to say no, when to turn things down, how to find their sense of worth without taking on new tasks. And that's not your fault. You don't have to absorb responsibilities in order to keep up with them. That's their journey. You don't have to take that on. Finally, don't take it personally if they ask about the state of your relationship a lot, right? Like twos are going to want to check in and just be like, hey, are we good? Are you okay? Um, I haven't heard from you in a few weeks. Are, are we okay? Don't 
stress over that, right? Like that's just kind of their preoccupation. They're concerned about the relationship. They want to make sure the relationship is in a good place. Um, and your limitations with relationship are perfectly acceptable no matter what in terms of your friendship, right? Your capacity is your capacity. So just communicate that with them and then don't take it personally that they kind of need that reassurance. All right, so let's get into type specific combinations here. So twos with a type one in, in friendship. The pro here is that they're both committed and reliable, typically really good at being friends to other people, pretty, you know, integrity based in that regard. Like I want to be a good friend. Now the con here is that ones may judge the way that twos kind of work the room. Like we talked about earlier, twos may give like one answer to one person, one answer to another person because they want to be liked by everybody. And ones tend to have like a really strong sense of integrity. And in friendship or in relationship, they tend to seek out people who also have, and honestly, people who have better integrity than them. They're seeking like impeccable integrity. And so that sense of saying one thing to one person, saying something to another person can be um, off-putting to a one. And twos may feel deprioritized by the one as the one tends to put like pleasure last and uh, work first. Friendships might kind of get deprioritized in the process of if getting their responsibilities taken care of. So that can be hurtful to a two if they're not doing their work of quenching their own thirst. Now, two twos together. The pro here is that this can be really relaxing for twos, right? Like you're looking out for each other's needs. You're kind of both fixated on making sure everybody else is happy and comfortable. There's something really safe about that for twos. There's a kind of a familiarity, a comfort there. Um, the con though is that you may need other relationships to help you practice the very important ability to show up for yourself, right? If your best friend is someone who is constantly looking out for you and you're constantly looking out for them, you may unconsciously start to hold other people to that standard. So as you get into romantic relationships, you may think, why are you not like my friend over here who is so good at knowing what I want and what I need? because they're not the, they're not you, right? They're not the same as you. So um, you might need some other friendships to kind of chisel out those edges at, so that you aren't so used to just this one way of being. All right, type three, the pro here, is that twos like to put the spotlight onto other people and threes like to be in the spotlight, right? Like this kind of dynamic is great. Twos often like to be like the person who is lifting up the person in charge and really like supporting them. And that's a really like compatible dynamic. Now the con here is that they may feel as though they are only wanted when they don't shine as brightly as the three. So twos may, like as the two grows, as they become more empowered, as they wanna be seen more fully for like who they are, or maybe they wanna like, you know, have their own sense of success, or maybe they wanna be, you know, it's even in that like fixation of wanting to be loved and liked, it may feel like the three always has to be the one who's in the spotlight and the two might become kind of resentful of that. Twos may also be too overtly emotional for the three, which could kind of rub them the wrong way if that three is not open to their own emotions. All right, now friendships between a two and a four. The pro here, twos and fours can be really a safe place for each other to share their hopes, fears, their insecurities, their emotionality. That can feel really like safe. Now the cons are that they may fall into the kind of rescuer and the rescued dynamic. 
Fours are typically seeking a rescuer and twos are great at being a rescuer. So they may so easily fall into that dynamic um, that it's not always helpful for growth. Um, twos may also see fours as too self-involved and fours may see twos as inauthentic. All right, that two and five, the pros here are that twos tend to pursue fives and fives tend to remain loyal to the relationships in their life that work. So it's actually really great because fives kind of need a pursuer in order to be encouraged to kind of go out and be their fun selves. And twos are really great at doing that. Now the cons here are that twos may take it personally when the five does retreat and the five may find that the two feels stifling if they don't respect their need for space. Two and six combination is actually like a similar comfort to a two-two combo. Um, they both tend to be really relational. They tend to look out for other people. They fear letting other people down, except it comes with this nice balance of energy with the sixes being a head type and the two being a heart type. So in general, there's likely a lot of mutual respect. Now the con is that they can find themselves in kind of a parent-child dynamic if the, sis, the six is still working on self-trust and the two is still focused on earning love, right? Because twos kind of want to go in and be the fixer. Sixes are looking for some sort of authority, some sense of definitive answers. And so if that dynamic isn't conscious, if you're not paying attention to that, you can very easily get into this like parent-child resentment dynamic. Now, a two and a seven combo here, pros, sevens help twos to really prioritize themselves, to embrace self-care, and twos help sevens to not always have to take care of themselves. Sevens kind of have this internal narrative that they have to meet their own needs, and having someone in your life who can like in encourage you to be taken care of can be really supportive. Now, the con here is generally just kind of a sense of intimacy. Sevens may feel too needed by the two, and the two may feel like they can't get enough commitment and prioritization from the seven. Now, our eight combo with the two, the pros here is that this can also be a really relaxing friendship because both are very like capable and caregiving. Eights help the twos to stand up for themselves, and twos can help the eight to be seen more vulnerably. The con here is that twos may take the bluntness of the eight very personally and consistently get their feelings hurt, which can make the eight feel like they have to walk on eggshells, which will grow tiresome. Now our two nine combo, here the pros here are that twos are great listeners and great at asking questions and really listening, which is so beautiful and cherished by a nine. Now, nines are great at offering reassurance and space for imperfection and non-judgment. So they tend to really complement each other. They both prioritize other people, and so they can relate on that level as well. Now, the cons here is that you may struggle to talk about the things that aren't working for you, right? Both living with an undercurrent of resentment for fear of being the bad guy in the friendship, you're both gonna wanna like just kind of get by and do with what you have, even if it's not really working. And then that can, that can really increase resentment and passive aggressive behavior if you're not careful. All right, friends, that is my episode on being friends with the type two being friends as a type two. If you have comments, questions, feedback, let me know on Instagram at Sarah Jane Case. Just send me a little DM there. And if you have questions that you want me to answer in a future Q&A episode, the number is linked in the show notes. Just call or text those in and I can answer those as well. 
All right, friends, thank you so much for being here and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply.